Welcome to another Building Recloseted episode where I take you behind the scenes of building the first one-stop consulting agency for sustainable fashion brands, aka Recloseted. And in this episode, I'm going to break down the strategies and the mindset that I'm having this year in order to 5x our growth at Recloseted. I am being unapologetic. I'm owning the fact that we have big growth goals. And yeah, we're just going to be able to talk about that today. Join the Slow Fashion revolution with recloseted radio as the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience we're here to help you reach new heights i'm your host selena ho the founder and ceo of recloseted and i'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand growing your existing slow fashion business and making your brand more environmentally friendly I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. And before we dive in, I wanted to quickly tell you about our new Find Your Fashion Line training. If you haven't gone through it yet and you want to launch a fashion brand this year, then this is going to be a game changer for you because in this 30-minute completely free training, I share exactly how much money you need to start and launch a fashion brand and how you're going to get that funding. We break down what you should be spending your money on, what you shouldn't, exactly how much things should cost because I don't want you to get scammed. I don't want you to get like price gouged. So I give you a spreadsheet and I work through it with you. And then last but not least, I then walk you through exactly how you can get the money you need to start and launch your brand. So you can watch it after this podcast episode at recalsited.com slash budget. The link will also be in the show notes for you. And I cannot wait for you to dive in. I'm really excited about our plans and what I have envisioned for Recloseted this year. Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, being really unapologetic about the fact that we are trying to grow. We are definitely in a space and at a time where business is doing good. And so I want to continue to own that. And I want to not be afraid of it, not shy away from it, but just really own it and acknowledge it and be unapologetic about it. And I think as women in business, we definitely need to do more of that. A lot of people can shy away from the fact that they're wanting to grow and they want more. And I want to put this out there to show you that you can claim everything you want. And I also want to document my progress too, because it's one thing to say, hey, we're looking to 5x the business this year, but it's another to actually do it. So I wanted to document my progress, my learnings, my mistakes, because I for sure know I'm going to make some and have some learning. So I'm going to share it with you so that I can prevent you from making the same mishaps. You might remember that last year, I was definitely a little bit more at ease with the business because I was doing a lot of traveling. I was servicing existing clients. We're building a lot of processes and systems in the back end so that we could be more efficient. I got engaged, I went to weddings, and so there was just a lot going on last year, but this year I am hunkering down. I am really making Growing Recloseted the priority of this year, and as such, I really want to share the five strategies and mindset shifts that I am making to achieve 5x growth this year, and I hope that parts of this you can take for your business as well. Even if you don't have like such quote unquote ambitious growth targets, like I still think it's really important stuff that everyone should be doing. 
So the first mindset shift slash strategy that I am implementing this year is putting the closeted first and putting the business first and doing what's required for the business. And what I mean by that is essentially if you think of your brand and you think of your business kind of like a machine, it essentially needs the right inputs to get the outputs and the results you want. And so the business doesn't care if you haven't figured out the right strategy or if you don't want to do something because you don't feel like it or you're tired or you're procrastinating or all this stuff or it doesn't care if you haven't made a difficult decision that you need to make because you are avoiding it and you don't want to have that difficult decision like the business doesn't care the work just needs to be done in order to achieve the result you want and so you just need to do what's required for the business and I have learned in the past few months how important it is to remove myself, but also my feelings and my emotions as a founder and just doing things because the business needs it. You know, as an example, I've put myself out there now, even if I feel nervous or even if I feel anxious and I've pitched us to bigger companies to work together because I know we would do a good job and I know they would benefit from our services. Even if I feel nervous, even if I feel anxious, I'm still doing it because that's what the business needs and that's what's required to get us to that next level also as another example recently i had to let go of a team member because it wasn't the right fit anymore and this is obviously not a decision i want to be having but instead of avoiding it instead of not doing it i had to do it because this is what the business requires it doesn't make sense for us to have someone on the team if they don't need to be there that's just a waste of resources so you definitely need to just take your emotions, take your feelings out of it and just do what the business needs. And I've also seen that just in those two examples, I've grown a lot as a person and you will grow as a person as well when you do these things that just need to be done that you're avoiding. So if you make it less personal, you make it less emotional and you just recognize that as the owner and as the steward of the business, you got to do what you got to do. I hope it's freeing because it removes a lot of the spiraling, the ruminating, the overthinking, and you just do what you know deep down needs to be done. And so I have a few actions for you as you're listening to this. First of all, I want you to make a list of things that you have been putting off that you know would be good for your business. So are there people you should be connecting with? Are there difficult conversations you should be having with your manufacturers or mills or designers? Do you know you want to pitch this retailer, but you're just nervous? Like, Make a list of every single thing you've been putting off that you know would help you achieve your goals. And then for all the things you have just listed, then state what would happen once you do those things. So when you pitch the retailer, when you have that difficult conversation with your manufacturer or your designer, or when you start to post more consistently on social media, like what's going to happen when you do those things? And the pros of that should outweigh the quote unquote cons of you doing this and the uncomfortability of it. Usually when you do things that you know you need to do, but you're just putting off because you don't want to do it, you experience a sense of relief and then you're like, okay, what else can I try to clean up in my life, right? It's kind of like when you break up with someone that you know you need to break up with and all of a sudden you're like, oh, what other friendships or toxic relationships should I get out of? I remember when I quit my job, I was like, oh my gosh, what other situations have I been in just because I feel like I should that I should get myself out of? So definitely capitalize on that as well. I think that once you get into the groove of this, you will be able to continuously act in accordance with what the business needs. 
And last but not least, remember not to make it personal. This is not about you. This is not about your feelings. It's just about what the business needs. And it's not to say that you should ignore your feelings and you should ignore the fact that like things are sad or things are difficult, but I just don't want you to ruminate on it and then not act on it. That's the key piece of advice that I have. The second strategy and the second thing I'm doing to really ensure that we're able to 5x our growth this year is I have really intentionally set a roadmap and created KPIs and a dedicated action plan to get there. So it's one thing to have this lofty goal, but in order to achieve it, you actually need a very detailed plan on how you're going to get there. So same thing with you. It may not be to 5x your business. Maybe it's like higher. Maybe it's to 10x your business or whatever. But even if you're starting from scratch and you just want to launch a brand this year or you just want to get consistent monthly sales, whatever the goal is, you need to claim it, own it, set it, but then also work backwards and figure out exactly how you're going to get there. I know I've said it on this podcast before. You need to set a strategy. You need KPIs to get there. But I am really meaning it this year okay like we're we're taking this seriously so just behind the scenes i've taken our financial goals so the revenue the cost and the profits and i've broken it down into quarterly monthly and weekly targets just so we know how we're tracking to the annual goal because like i mentioned again it's one thing to say we have this big lofty goal but if you have no idea every single day every single week every single month and every single quarter exactly how you're going to get there, then it is not going to happen. So we have this spreadsheet now that I have set up and it's beautiful. And if folks want that spreadsheet, I can make it available. Just let us know on Instagram or in the comments on YouTube or whatever. But it's important. So this spreadsheet is now our master spreadsheet where we have all of our targets, all the metrics that we're tracking, and then we have it down on a weekly view. And I actually might make it even more granular and do a daily view, but I just feel like that's a little bit too much right now. But you need a minimum of a weekly view, I think. And that way, every single day I'm going in, I'm putting in the numbers, I'm looking at what it is. And then on a weekly basis, we have a review with the team. And some of the key metrics we're tracking are like traffic, signups, our following base, our conversions. And so those are some that you can potentially track as well for your business. Based on these metrics, I have made a forecast. So I've broken down what I think our following base needs to be, as an example, what I think the conversion needs to be, what our signups need to look like, what our podcast downloads need to look like in order to reach this goal. And then I have made it realistic, but also ambitious. So the realistic part comes into play based on your business activities. So if you know, as an example, you're going to be spending money on ads in two weeks, it makes sense to increase your traffic, increase your signups and all that stuff. But if you're doing the exact same thing, nothing is changing and you think that you're going to 5x your following all of a sudden, like that's just not going to happen, right? So you need to figure out what's realistic based on your business plans and activities. And then, yeah, we put it in a spreadsheet. I check it every single day. And I've talked about the importance of having a plan before. And if I'm being honest, I have not always followed my own advice in terms of the frequency. So I've always had a plan and I would potentially check it on a biweekly basis. But sometimes when things are busy, it just slips and falls through the cracks and it ends up being like a monthly thing. And I am going to be super disciplined about it this year. I have blocked off half an hour in my calendar every single morning to look at our data and our KPIs to see how we're tracking. The danger of not looking at it and not tracking it is 
if you're off track, you have no idea. And then by the time you're trying to fix it, it's too late. So you want to make sure you're looking at it every single week on a minimum. But I'm, I'm going to be looking at it every single day. And then if we need to firefight, then we can firefight, right? And that's how you get to your goal because you're obsessed with it. You're looking at it and you're adjusting and you're pivoting. Actions for you here. I don't want you to be overwhelmed if you're listening to this. I don't want you to like have to make a spreadsheet from scratch and all this stuff. Like, pause. The first thing you need to do is think about your goals for the year, like your big goals, your one to two goals. They could be financial, they could be like a big project. We've talked about this before, but you should have your big goals. And if you don't, that's fine. All good. Let's do it now. And then what I want you to do is break it down into more bite-sized pieces. So if your goal is to launch your brand this year, like what's everything that's required to get there? Or if your goal is to have consistent monthly sales this year or achieve, I don't know, 100K in revenue, then what's the goal to get there? So break it down into launches you're having, break it down into projects you need to do and like tangible action items. And then you need to break it down. So if the goal is to launch your brand, okay, we need to figure out our customer base. We need to figure out our products. We need to design it. We need to find the materials, manufacturers, get the website up, take photos, set up our marketing, you know, all this stuff. So like break it down into bite-sized chunks and then start to slot months to it or quarters to it. If you're trying to hit 100K this year, then what does that look like from a product's perspective? Like, what are your products priced at? Do do the math, like how many sweaters do you need to sell? How many jeans do you need to sell? And then how are you going to sell it? So it's like, are you going to be selling it on your website? Are you going to be doing a launch? Are you going to go to markets, retailers? What does that look like? And really break it down. And then you can start to put it in a spreadsheet if you want. If you think the template will be helpful for you, as I'm going through this, I actually do think the spreadsheet template would be helpful. So if you would want it, send us a DM or comment on YouTube and I'm happy to send it over to you. But you do need to have a place where you're tracking all of this because what gets measured gets done. But if it doesn't get measured and it's just in the back of your head, you're just going to be ruminating and anxious about it and not really sure if you're on track or off track until like December 31st. And we don't want that. So really... I don't want this to stress you out. I'm just telling you this is what I'm doing. And I think that you should do something similar and really think through it and look through your data this year. The third strategy and mindset shift I am taking this year to achieve our 5x growth is operating on our own timeline. I think as a society, we are really big on the annual January to December timeline. Come January, everyone's like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go. And then the summer is kind of slow. And then come like November, December, everyone's freaking out trying to really sprint to the end of the finish line and get to their goals. And there's just so much emphasis, I think, on January and the whole like new me, new year, the goal setting, all that stuff. And this is coming out like in February. So maybe it's like not as relevant. But I just wanted to say like next year, if you're coming back from the holidays, and you are taking a while to get back into things, that is fine. Like don't feel guilty about it. I think every business and every person operates differently. So don't try to get all hung up in that. I know a lot of people are talking about the book 12 week year right now. We've had people on our team talk about it. I've had like friends talk about it as well. And essentially the concept of the book is to treat your quarter like you're a year because a lot of people get so much done in Q4 or the last three months of the year, which is October, November, December, because they're trying to end the year strong and people just push out so much sales. People just do all these things. But the goal is to treat 
every quarter like that so that it's not just that last part of the year. A lot of the times, yes, you can have annual goals and you can plan that way, but it can be hard to grasp onto and make it tangible. So for me, I'm putting a bigger emphasis on quarterly projects and goals and trying to take aspects of that book and put it into the business because I do think Sometimes we can underestimate how much we can get done in three months and then we overestimate how much we get done in a year. So you really want to make sure you break it down like I mentioned previously, like have the big annual goal, but then break it down into bite-sized chunks into quarterly, what are you going to accomplish? And so as a result of that, I am laser focusing on every single quarter what we need to accomplish and trying to figure it out. A friend of mine mentioned that her and like another group of entrepreneurs, they're trying to run their business with more ease this year, which I love. She was mentioning that one of her friends said that she likes to bake retirement into her business because a lot of the times we will work nine to five job until we're like 65 and then we retire or even entrepreneurs like they'll work, 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 work. And then they finally like sell the business or they hire a CEO and then they finally get to go and be on a beach. But what does it look like to actually bake retirement into this whole process and take care of yourself and actually live your life? Because unfortunately, a lot of the times when we are older, we're not able to fully experience the fruits of our labor and enjoy it. So I think it's a balance, right? Like you really want to make sure you're still working and doing what's required of the business, but also live life at the same time. And this is still a balance I am quite candidly figuring out. But I do know that because I am living abroad and I am in London, I want to travel and I want to make that a priority. So we do have family and friends visiting us this year, but I also have these ambitious business goals that I want to get done as well. So I am going to do my best to try to balance both. Happy to share on the podcast as well. But it is important, I think, to remember that you can accomplish a lot in certain quarters and then you can have a vacation for like two weeks and that's fine. So that's really my plan this year to really operate in quarters and then also bake and travel too so that I am able to live my life. So actions for you. First of all, I mentioned this already, but like don't get too fussed about what everyone else is doing. Like really zoom in to what makes sense for you and for your business. And an example of that too is just on a day to day. I know that there's so many like 5 a.m. wake up morning routines and that used to stress me out so much because I am not really a 5 a.m. person. I definitely like to work later at night and that's fine. Like so long as the work gets done, the work doesn't really care when it's being done. So if you're not a morning person, don't sweat it. Like don't feel like you need to force yourself to do certain things. Just make sure you have enough time to do the work that you need to do. Because yeah, going back to my very first point, the business doesn't care. It just needs what it needs, right? So don't get too fussed about that. And then my fourth strategy is harnessing my fourth strategy and mindset shift that I am really bringing into this year to be able to achieve our goal of 5xing the business is harnessing the power of focus. I have talked about it on the podcast before where I tell you to pick one social media platform and launch with one to two products, but do not do everything under the sun. Like for us, our big focus this year is getting more clients, servicing our clients, and like really drilling down on the podcast. We're going to focus on our podcast. We're going to 
upload onto YouTube as well. But it's just focusing and picking and choosing your battles so that you are moving the needle in your business and you are doing things that actually are going to be impactful. So focus on things you can get completed. Put your limited time, your limited resources and energy and budget to a couple of things. Do them really well so that they take off and they actually make an impact on your business. And all of this can ladder back up to your quarterly projects too. Once you pick those big meaty projects, focus on them and don't divert your attention. Action items for you. First of all, pick one to two things you're going to focus on this year if you haven't already chosen those items. And do not get shiny object syndrome because as an entrepreneur, there's so many different things you can do. People will be like, oh, I think you should do this. Or have you heard about that? Or maybe I should try that. But don't do that because you're going to divert your limited time, resources, and energy, and nothing's going to be done well. And as you grow, the opportunities get bigger and they get better. So you need to learn how to say no now so that you know how to say no later. And I also want to challenge you to reframe this too, because instead of looking at it as saying no to potential opportunities or you know leaving money on the table it's more so continuing to say yes to your priorities that you know are going to help get you to your goal right like instead of viewing it as saying no to a speaking engagement or no to having a certain retailer host your products it's more so saying yes to getting your profit margins up and making sure that your online store is converting better or it's saying yes to servicing clients. And so you don't have to travel and do the speaking engagement. Like really figure out what those one to two priorities are and then focus on them. And the last strategy and mindset item I am really focusing on this year is being more proactive versus reactive. We have been really fortunate in my span of running Recloseted that a lot of things fall in our lap, which I am so grateful for. So like clients, speaking engagements, opportunities, all this stuff. Like a lot of people come to us for it, which I am, again, so grateful and thankful for. But that being said, I want to be better at Outbound this year. So I want to reach out to people. At the end of the day, you will not get where you want to be if you don't take your success into your own hands and you ask for it. And sometimes I know it can be weird asking for things, but at the end of the day, if you think about the worst case scenario, someone either ignores you or they say no. And if they say no, doesn't matter, right? Like get over it. Maybe it's also like a not right now, but maybe later. So shoot your shot because you never know what could happen. Don't just assume people are going to say no from the get-go. Like put yourself out there. If you have big goals this year, you need to put yourself out there and you need to continue to just challenge yourself and push yourself. Because going back to my original point, the business doesn't care. The business just needs to be seen and needs to get these certain opportunities. So some actions for you. Who are some people you need to reach out to? What are some things you want to really achieve this year? And how can you go out and get those opportunities and be more proactive versus reactive? Those are my five strategies and mindset shifts. You got this. I'm cheering you on because remember, the worst that could happen is that they ignore you or you get a no, which is not the end of the world. And those are the five strategies and mindset shifts that I am implementing this year to be able to 5x recloseted. I am so excited about this year. I am definitely 
I guess, a bit nervous because now I've put it out there. So I hope all of you keep me accountable. And I am for sure going to be documenting our progress. And also, I'm going to be sharing all of the lessons and the learnings and the CEO confession episodes, which I know all of you love. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. We are now doing our podcast in video format as well because we are really focusing on the podcast this year. I am so excited about that. So if you want to see my face as you do like 12, 3.30 at the gym or as you're cleaning or doing errands around the house, then you can definitely do that. We're on YouTube. You can search us at Recloseted. The link will be in the show notes for you as well. And I'm just really excited. I feel like this year I'm running a marathon and I feel like I have all the training. I feel like I have all the equipment and I just need to set the pace and keep going. And personally for me, I'm also running this year. So that's why the running metaphor works. But I really feel like for everyone listening, If you have a big goal this year, that is totally fine. But you need to implement all the mindset shifts and all the strategies I talked about in this episode. Because if you aren't doing what the business needs to do, and if you're not creating a roadmap and figuring out KPIs to get there, and if you aren't like focusing on your own timeline, breaking it down, and you're not focusing, and also you're like just trying to not be proactive about it, it's not going to happen. So I believe in you, you got this, and we are going to go through it together. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.